0: to do a year, like four people sitting at the first series, so we're on a downward slope. Um, let me tell you one more time, we're going to do this series, it's going to go for an entire year, okay? So we're starting the marathon, so hopefully some of you got some of our social media stuff this week, Um, I hope you brought your Bible, I hope you brought a fresh new notebook, Uh, there's going to be lots of places. like Meg Powell is going to be gigantic. The body of water is known as you are here. But we're going to drift into all kinds of different places and spaces over the next year as we tackle some pretty massive subjects. Um, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who started reading first and 2 Peter because, like, to get ready for the series, and uh, it was really, really cool. I talked to one friend the other day, and he said, I haven't read this in almost a decade. Um, but in reading it, I was just once again reminded, I was like, how strong and really honestly have thought. Back here. That's weird. That's but, uh, so we're gonna get started, So to do this, what I want to do is I want to set up uh, I want to set up the thought for us, where you are here, and then I'm going to take this to chapter one, and we're going to get into some couple verses of these beautiful letters. So, if you have your Bible, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. You'll be able to screen, in if you don't have your Bible yet. You and it says this, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners, amen, God. Without exile, as so generous an exile, to abstain from the passions of your flesh which weighs more against your soul, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honest, so that when they speak against you as evil doers, they may see your good deeds, glorify God on the day of Jesus Christ. Right here in 1 Peter 2, verses 11 through 12, that we are introduced to the schismatic oversight of the world, of this series that we are calling idea of being slow danger and I I don't know about you, but uh, I don't know how many of you would agree with me that at times in the past several years I found myself feeling more and more out of place in the world that we live in. How many of you agree with me? It's a little weird sometimes. It's not what it used to be anything about that. It's not what it used to be like, the CGT or maybe like that, you got on your bike and you, you did tabletop, like, and you had a stuffed animal sitting in the front, and the was like, ouch, and like, you went for it, and it's not that day anymore. It's not the day where I play till the street lights, won't let my kids play outside. So, like, let alone till the street lights come on. Like, it's, it's a new, the a brave new world, really, that that be. And so, isn't it I want to take us today on this journey and first and second Peter. going to help us kind of conceptualize it and understand it and familiar with it and culture it, it. If, if heaven's our home, but we're here right now, what do we do with that? And that's really the purpose of the series that we're going go to go into all kinds of fun places and spaces. So today, I'm going to take us now to our uh, we're opening scripture. 1 Peter chapter 1. With His blood, they like Started. And then show hands under your buttons. I know the cool thing you how many of you have heard of Cinnamon before? Okay. good. How many of you have heard of a mall before? Do you know those we used to go to? Remember when we used to go to malls? Like when malls were a city? Uh, now we just five to step close to Amazon. So does anybody else have an addiction to Amazon? like are you one of those people like Like, wh- I feel like Amazon is at my porch every single day. Not my kids twist. They're like, someone's at the door, they're like, it's Amazon. <laughs> it's horrible. But before Amazon, there was this thing called the mall. And uh, if you remember know the mall, it was a fascinating social experiment. And, <laughs> and I, well, I used to go to, we'd go to the mall a lot. I were dating like, in high school. I was like, oh, you go. You go to the movies, go to the mall. We didn't do that. Or roller skating, that to the mall, we'd walk around the mall, we'd, we'd hang out. If you guys remember in the mall, they still have them, but we just don't go there anymore. But if you would stroll into the mall, it doesn't matter what entrance you were at, you would you would stroll up to the big illuminated sign that would have a map of the entire mall, and it would have all the food lists and all the store lists, and I would walk through because back in the day, Cinnabon used to be a delicacy. So now you get a bit maverick, and you feel somewhat bad after you purchase the So, <laughs> They're like, we've gone way far from this year, okay? So so you throw up to this big sign, and you look for it. And I would be looking, I'd be like, where's Cinnabon at? Where's Cinnabon at? I would locate Cinnabon, It was like 842, 42, right? And then you go, okay, 842 42, and then you look at the sign, and then all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, Cinnabon's way over here. And and then you would look to try to figure out your spot in the mall. And then, you guys remember, there was a little X that said, you are here. You couldn't realize, you're like, I'm so far from Cinnabon right now. They try to get you to walk through the mall. you got to take this big old, you know, choose your own adventure, wandering the mall. And as you do, when you remember, you're trying to get to where you're going and you get distracted. You, you stop and you, you go by that store or, or you pass out when you go past Abercrombie and Fence. And so, yeah, you know what a dog is about. You say, oh, 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 bad. So that will be your journey through, through the mall to, to get to the cinnabonies. Have you ever felt like a moment What am I going to do? If if I'm here now and heaven is my home, what does it look like between here and there? What's the point? What's the purpose? What's what's the reason? And I don't know you, but have you found yourself getting distracted sometimes? Like if you realize this is the moment that we're in, this is the spot that we're in, this is the situation that we're in, you've got to get distracted sometimes. And we're trying to, it seems like, find ways to keep ourselves undistracted or to find ways to keep us distracted because they don't want to look at the reality of what's happening. a desired destination, heaven, and what to do with life and faith until we reach that destination. because the truth is, heaven is our home, and so right now we are simply sojourners and exiles. This series is an attempt to bring vitality, fidelity, and strength back to our faith, system, and experience. See, the cultural Christian has descended into a type of nominal faith that can only be best described as Christian. Serves as an event, a social gathering, or a logistical practice, rather than the church being a place designated for a people of faith to gather and strengthen their spiritual muscles in order to continue their journey as soldiers in a land that is familiar but not foreign to us as The series is going to look at the overarching theme and narrative of the Christian life, that being one of. of an enemy who tries to persuade and dissuade us from our purpose. First and second Peter there are beautiful letters meant to encourage both the practical big to day of our lives, as well as cause us to the greater narrative and the overall redemptive and purpose of Jesus' coming to These two letters encourage us in the in-between letters. I'm glad as well that let's take a look at the end of the revelatory moments This so what we're going to talk about, okay? It, right? And uh, it'll be fun because Second Peter actually speaks a lot about seven Never before has there been such a moment of personal and spiritual sobriety as when we four away realize this truth. We are here. This is where we're at. For many of us, we did not expect things to look like they do. We didn't expect them to feel like they The blind side of us, it's, it's after We've been leading. I have never seen so much fear and confusion and anger and withdrawal and abrasion and loss. As I engage with people, their eyes tell me hope is faith and their voices communicate fear. The first and second Peter is the map quest for navigating the journey that we find ourselves in as a people of faith, unfamiliar territory in a familiar land. And it is the map quest to the place where we've got to all find ourselves, and that is before the finding the joy of our salvation, knowing that we have been called for such a time as this. As you are living and breathing right now, you are here on purpose, and Jesus has a plan for you. had hand, foot, and mouth. Not disease. He stuck his foot with his mouth and his hand and his mouth all the time. he no, don't worry. All right? You ever notice, like, uh, how many of you have taken personality tests before, Enneagram, disc test, all those different tests that carry you up? You know, Christians are really funny with our nomenclature and our subculture. I love it when Christians try to identify themselves with people in the Bible. You see that they do, they're like, I identify with this, but no one says Jesus because that's sacraments. You can do that. Like, <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, everybody just like, who, who do you think you're more like? And you're like, I'm Paul. I'm like Paul. No, you're not. Stop it now. You're not like Paul the Apostle. No one gets that. Right? And i look at different characters throughout scripture and different people who have done things. You know who I actually identify with? I identify with Peter. Peter was the guy who always wanted to get it right and constantly messed it up, almost somebody. That's why I identify with Peter. He's the guy that, like, they're like, he, he starts running and he tumbles over his starts talking and he stumbles over his words. He starts thinking and he stumbles over his own thoughts. Like he has no idea what's going on. Remember who Peter is? Peter's the guy who was Jesus. Peter's the guy who's going to go chop somebody's ear off. Some of you like, I identify with Peter right okay. Peter's the guy with Jesus going to go get behind me, Satan. Peter's the guy who's going to have breakfast. the life of faith. That's what we're calling this is. I want to give us three truths that we must understand. What I, I, I see right here in these first two verses about being a soldier in exile I need to help me have number one. was the first truth I need us to hear today. We have to stop trying to fit into what we have been called out of. We have to stop trying to fit into what we have been called out of. This is an identity. Before I say this and testify in the Lord, you should no longer walk as the Gentiles do. And the futility of their thoughts, their darkened and their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them and because of the hardness of their hearts that, he, that he became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity to the practice of every kind of impurity with the desire for more and more and more. But that's not how you came to know Christ. Assuming you've heard about I the truth is in Jesus. To take off, I love this, To take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires. Come on, be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new self. So it's not a new self. The new self, the one created according to God's likeness and righteousness. See, this is the problem. that happens in our daily faces because there is a spiritual incongruence taking place. Square peg, round hole. Square peg, round hole. Round hole, square peg. It's a difficult notion because what we've done over the past 20 years, especially as Christians, is that we've tried to make ourselves fit into a system and a way of being and a culture but at the end of the day, we haven't been called to fit. Can I just give me a newsflash? And I know that some of you may not like this, but I need you to understand, you want to be weird. <laughs> Come on, it's all right. Go, pass, pass, right, right, right. like, I don't want to be weird. I spent my entire high school career trying not to be weird. But that's what we've done. It's like sitting. to sit in. See, most of us That we realize that we're the sooner we can become comfortable with our state. Notice that Paul right there in you has he got to put on the new stuff. see the language? He's actually talking about clothing ourselves. And so many of us are trying to, we're trying to put we're trying to put clothes on that we're not supposed to be put in. We're trying to clothe ourselves in the old stuff when God is saying, no, no, you need to clothe yourself in the new stuff. You can't fit into this. You been... You can't fit into kingdom stuff. You can't fit into the world stuff. You gotta fit into what I have for you. So we gotta stop trying to fit into what we've been called out for. Us. In other words, we must accept these things. This is more than just fighting against sin. It's more than just expressing stuff. It's opposed to fighting with our criteria an of identity and the purpose that flows from that identity. If we are feeling less and less comfortable and assimilated into the culture and the world around us, city on a hill light in the darkness salt in the wisdom of past leaders, treating worship as consumer activity and allowing parishioners to function as unaccountable for colonizing them. That truth is when the world sees this, it often fails to see anything different from the non-believers. Christians often talk about reaching the culture without realizing that having no distinct Christian culture of their own, they have been co-opted by the secular culture they wish to evangelize. Without a You're like, stop being normal. Some of you don't even want to say that. Turn back to me and like, you are not normal. Stop talking to me. He goes up to write this. He says, we will need to commit ourselves more deeply to our faith, and we'll need to do that in ways that seem odd to contemporary eyes by rediscovering the past, rediscovering liturgical the by God's grace again, become the peculiar people we should have always been. And the fruits of the focus on Christian formation will result not only in stronger Christians, but a new evangelism as the staff recovers its flavor. So guess what, sir? When you are in passion, in passion worship, and hands are lifted, and we're clapping, and we'll speak, guess what? We are modeling something for the next generation. That, that's what it's about. When we serve, and we love, and we give, and we do all this, we're modeling something for the next generation so that we can pass it on to an even more impassioned generation that takes it further and faster than we ever could. sound like faith to There you go. This is going to be a really challenging message. Are you here for it? Are you here for it? we' you to be All, oh, all my days were written in the book of plans. before a single one of the, you know, you, you should never think this out to as as can. God know, God knows. Uh, I'm say, God, knows. Say, in, say, God knows. What math? What around, can I let you know? God no. He's not surprised. He didn't he's like, oh, what's too Where'd they find themselves? He knows. And this is important, because if he knows, and you're living and breathing right now, it means that you're supposed to be a part of what he's known about all along. And if you're supposed to be a part of what he he's known about all along, I want to try to on us really quick, and have us start praying different prayers, because many of us are asking God to take away the very details that He's designed us for. No, you going to away. No, I'm going to take away. Like, you. Know, i feel built you for this no, i, to take away from you. I, I, I you for this moment. Many of us as parents, I'll tell you as a parent our children right now. I'm concerned to the next generation. And then I woke up literally the other day thinking about this. Saying, Why am I going to be concerned? God knows. He's forming them. So my job is to get involved in my kid's life to build him into the man he's supposed to be, build him into the women that they're supposed to be, so that they can stand in this generation and not be rocked by the storm, but rather so much For such a time as this, I was created to try. You bump into that person that you didn't want to bump into, you know what you're talking about? It's just a setup. It's just a setup to exercise forgiveness. It's just a setup to exercise humility. It's just a setup to exercise generosity. It's just a setup to exercise faith. It's just a setup to exercise my worthy. And take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the peoplehood. And having prepared everything to take this stand, stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest and your feet. That we have to lean into. You are not going to do it in your own willpower. You're not going to do it on your own strength. But all we're doing the oh, Peter used to work on one of Jesus own. Literally, I was just all energy gone, inclusive. Like I, could, I couldn't, I seem to not be able to get it together. And so a coach woman, he'd like, hey, we got to shift some stuff. Like I need to focus on your legs at certain I need to focus on your arms at certain moments. I need to kind of toggle your energy levels and just know when things are getting burnt out so that you can shift over here. And he focused a lot on me. But sure, you got to build Everything that you've asked me to do, You've got this. throw your arms into it. Quick! 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 And that's what he was saying. He goes, I need you to understand something. When you have nothing left in you, let your dream carry you. And I need you to hear this today, Chris. When you've got nothing left in you, let all of heaven carry you. You have got all of nothing. So come on. Sure. You got to You got You got to keep on going, keep on keep on pushing, keep on going. You, you, you got go, 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 go. way more stuff, and it's not by your power, it's not by your mouth, but it's by the Spirit, of God. So you have everything that you need. So you can get one more Here I got another day in life. One more oh, I got another day. Outside.